Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the Apex Show. Today we are going to be speaking about a special topic, niching down. Um, just doing less stuff. Achieving more by doing less stuff. It's kind of controversial or just doesn't really sound right, but there is a way how to do that. Doing less, but at the same time doing more. Um, doing less and moving faster. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be speaking about that. So, um, I mean, if you look at the world in which we're living today, we are living in a world of full of superficiality, which that means like superficial, superficial relationships, superficial work, and not really going down deep and focusing on the most important stuff. Uh, everything is so fluffy. There's so much information out there. And the way how to become the best in the world in your specific craft is to remove everything that is not essential, like everything that's not necessary to be there for you to be able, be able to actually achieve those results. It's always about asking yourself the question, what could be removed? I'm a big proponent of Apple as a company because they really focus on quality and simplicity in design. If you look at their iPhones, like they're pretty simple. If you look at Apple, even the company, I'm not sure what you really know about the history of the company, but Steve Jobs, he's, he was the main founder of the company with Steve Wozniak. And Steve Jobs, after maybe 10 years that the company was running, um, the board, once they went public, the board decided to kick him out of the company. And um, yeah, and for about, I'm not sure if it was if it was a decade between, between he launched Pixar and um, like different big companies as well. But yeah, then he decided then Apple wasn't really good do, doing that good. They had very serious financial troubles and the outlook wasn't very good for the company. And then they decided to decided to um, buy back Steve's other companies and just take him back to the company and just give him the just just the position, give him back the position where he would be able to make the shots and take the decisions that the important decisions about the future of the company and. Yeah, so what, what they did and what he did, specifically, he reduced the portfolio of the products from about 380 products that Apple was selling that time to about six or 10. And yeah, you can see that it's, it's about focus and they just made the six products really, really great and really started to focus back on the innovation that were, they were actually bringing to the electronics, to the personal computing industry as well with their MacBooks or Mac, yeah, like their Mac computers. So it's even if you look at maybe a different example, but if you look at Michelangelo's David or other sculptures, other paintings that he has really done, um, like first off, he didn't really do that much volume or that many paintings or that many big things throughout his lifetime. Like he's especially known for the best ones or the one to, that took him really a long time just, just to finish. Uh, many months of, of focused work. And even if you look at a sculpture, like for example, Michelangelo's David, it's it's kind of, like it was, it was done by removing stuff, removing stone and removing everything that was unnecessary for the statue to look really great and special. So it's like, sometimes it's more about what things you decide to remove or to think to be actually better and to have a better structure to, to look book better, to, to function better, to be more effective. So um, just even if you maybe have a different kind of viewpoint on this and, and search for a different industry where you can really have a look on this principle in practice, you can just look at the top people in the world in sports and or maybe even top people in the world in business and any area that really, really choose. And most of them are just doing one single thing the top authors maybe such as james clear you might know his great book it was um almost instant bestseller and it's still one of the 
best-selling books in the personal self-development industry, Atomic Habits. Um, I mean, he, as James Clear, he fully focuses on his craft. He creates content, researches, writes, and does speeches, and like essentially his whole business part is being managed by someone else, which gives him the perspective that, or even the, the focus that he really needs to be able to create such a unique set of like thoughts or even like just such a simplicity uh, in, in the teachings that he has. What's very special about the book, The Atomic Habits, is that it actually wasn't that that thick. If you look at some personal development books, for example, the ones from Tony Robbins, they were good as well, but at the same time, they were just so thick. If you if you look at James Clear, like kind of he achieved a simplicity that he though his books were just very thin and only the essential parts were included there. Like essential, again, the mastery, the, the work was great because it was simple and easy to understand even for all the people out there, even for the maybe less technical, less educated, whatever, you can you you can fill, fill there whatever you want, but essentially it was just, just great because it was simple. Also top athletes, if you look at all the top, top athletes out there, they're primarily great at only one sport. Uh, and they have been practicing it relentlessly for the majority of their lives. You have Michael uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, if you know some history about Michael Jordan, he was like very good. At, he was until recently the best or the highest scoring uh, uh, basketball player of all time. Now he's now he was uh, overtaken by LeBron James. But his his career, he was just just a beast and then after a few tragic events happened in his life he decided to quit and and just start playing baseball but even after training baseball for one and a half for two years he wasn't really able to get back to the place and he wasn't even drafted to the pro league um he yeah so two years and he was the best basketball player out there and he was already pretty good in in baseball when he was starting out there Uh, he was maybe like 30 30 years old or 35 or 32 and you can just see see really the difference or even the impact here that if you're good in one thing, you aren't officially best player, best person in the other thing. Even in terms of like there are certain people who are really great in what they do and then there are certain people who are really great at teaching that stuff. In terms of Michael Jordan, he was really great at being the, actually the best and the biggest beast in terms of being an, one of the greatest athletes of all time. But at the same time, um, there are certain people and certain conspiracies that he actually wasn't that good of a teacher because we, he wasn't really able to translate that to some of his, like, for example, the teams that he was a part of a lot later, um, that kind of he, he had a vested interest in. So, and even some some other athletes, that's that might be kind of making, making it a thing. So, yeah, then maybe also one one another example that really greatly speaks about this is that recently I listened to an audiobook from Jason Derulo. Uh, he has a new book that came out that's really great. And in the book, he was essentially just speaking about his career, how he was growing up, how he was working really hard on all the things that really mattered to him, him the most and how he became one of the best uh, musicians out there like in the history. And what he was speaking about was that when he was or what was written in the book was that when he was young he was both very good in basketball and both in singing but then he had a tough decision to make whether to pursue his career in basketball or whether to go and pursue his career and in music and this was a conversation that he had with one of his coaches in, in his high school and then he decided that okay he would just go full out into music and he told himself no for going 
and taking the chance to go to play in the NBA which eventually you led him to becoming one of the best singers of all time. So it's all about just making the shots and just choosing really the decisions which you want to ch- which you want to take. You just if if Jason there is even I guess this was written in the book that if he really decided to pursue both NBA and music at the same time he wouldn't achieve none of them. Like neither of them. There is even the saying that if you try to chase two rabbits at the same time you you catch none. If you catch the first one then it's very easy to catch the second one because your focus is just on one goal at a time, which kind of makes a big sense that you're just like sequential in your pursuits and what you're really trying to pursue and based on that, you're able to hit those goals pretty well. And yeah, so in terms of niching down, just maybe some pieces of actionable advice for you um, where you can niche down other maybe words for niching down is just really becoming more focused, starting to do less things and really trying to improve the quality of the output that you actually have and the thing that you still keep doing. Maybe one of those great examples might be the services you're offering. If you have a business, if you're really servicing some people, maybe niching down because the higher in terms of like the more niche down you become, the higher specialists become uh, you become, which means that you the pool of customers that you consider becomes lower. But at the same time, you're able to contribute just so much value. Then also the habits of what you're doing. Um, every single day you have a, maybe even if you're not really thinking about investing, you can at least think about investing from this standpoint. That every single day you wake up and you have 16 hours. If you sleep eight hours, you have 16 hours of time that you can utilize effectively towards making the most progress in areas that matter to you the most. And it's fully up to you to just make the shots of which activities, which areas really matter to you the most. And here you can just really niche down and just pick, okay, which activities are you willing to invest in, like just unreasonable amount of time for you to be able to make the progress that you're really searching for and looking to looking to create. Then also people, people you're hanging around, like what types of people are you hanging around? Um, sometimes there is even the thing that even uh, today I had a coaching call or essentially just a call, uh, mentoring call with one of the, leading people from the tech industry uh, in Silicon Valley and in Seattle. And he even told me like most of the really successful people, the billionaires that he knows, his friends who are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, they really have just a few friends that they are hanging around. Either friends or just the people, the coworkers, the investors, the, all the business people that are even the customers that they're serving. So it's kind of like just maybe niching down the people and so that you have really aligned interests and so that you're really going for something that you really want. And then goals also becoming more clear about your goals or what specifically you want to achieve, maybe different time periods of diff- or different time years of wh- where you want to, when you want to be really achieving these kind of goals. And then also kind of like the effects um, of what you can get out of this when you're, when you're, if you're going to get more niche down, the first one is greater focus. Um, you're going to have more multiplication on your effort, which means that if you put like certain amount of effort, you're going to get that much more out of it because you're going to be focused. If you do less stuff, like if you have less stuff on your to-do list and just do the stuff that you have in in much higher quality, this kind of enhances your value or even your output significantly. Then higher micro value, you can charge charge more money and also higher confidence. And a great rule is that if something is worth uh, worth doing at all, it's worth doing well. 
So which means, in other words, that just really the things that you decided that there's any reason why you're doing them, just do them the best that you can. And the reason for this is that by setting, by doing these things at a such a high level and just holding yourself to such a high standards, you're setting a new, set, I mean, new level of standard, which sets a whole new identity for you. And based on this identity, you can then start achieving new things. And I mean, like confidence and all of these things are really interrelated with that as as well. So that was it. That was niching down. If you have any remarks, if you have any questions or have any questions on me that you would like to ask me, feel free to shoot me a message on my Instagram, jacob-bartek. And with that being said, uh, have a pleasant day and catch you later.